0: What are people's pain points? What's their desires that they have? Speaking to that inside of your ad is important because it also lets that person know that you are speaking directly to them. It's like, are you a stay-at-home mom and you're just having a hard time keeping your house clean or you know whatever it is that the pain points that they have that applies to the product that you're trying to sell, make sure that you address a few of those.
1: Hey guys, I got another great guest for you. His name is Kevin Anson. I call him Mr. Video. He's an expert on video advertising. In this episode, we talk about Kevin's thoughts about the power of video ads. We also get into how to get the most out of video ads. And then Kevin sums up the show with a really powerful personal growth tip. There's a bunch of wisdom here around effective video advertising. I think you'll get a lot out of it. Let's start talking with Kevin now. Hey, Kevin, thanks for being on the Think Business with Tyler podcast show. How are you doing today? Doing well. How about you, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here, man. Between you and I, we've had a few technical glitches to get going here. I'm excited to get started. Yeah, we absolutely have. But uh, that stuff happens, doesn't it? It happens to the best of us. It does. It does. And we definitely have the best of us here today. You in particular, we're going to talk about video ads today, which I think is just such a huge component or should be a huge component of anyone's marketing and ad spend. Before I get into that topic itself, I'd love to talk about just you, your background, what got you to the point of video ads and just start there. Is that a good starting point for you?
0: Yeah, it sounds good. So I've been producing videos since about 2004. I started in the corporate world, I worked with a lot of you know Fortune 500 clients. You know, I started my business in 2011 as a solopreneur, producing lots of videos for companies, and I went on and did that for about you know I say about six years, and then I discovered marketing. Right, I was always great at shooting video, editing video, doing that whole thing, but once I learned about online marketing and what possibilities were and how you can actually take you know the the right messaging the right psychology and match it up with the right visuals with video that's when i was hooked i was like this is incredible i need to learn more about video marketing and so started studying a lot of the greats in marketing maybe you're listening to this maybe you've heard of them there's guys like you know russell brunson or you know um dean graciosi or brandon Burchard or you know all these guys frank Kern. And I was like, man, I have to learn more about this stuff. And so I was able to work, you know, directly with with a few of those guys. That's a whole other story we can get into later if we want. But um, yeah, so I started learning online marketing. I've been doing it since about 2000 and, you know, 2016. And I've really been sharpening my sword over the last several years. I've taught thousands of students now how to do what I do in regards to video marketing and then you know we have an agency where we produce ads as well but yeah it's been a, it's been an amazing journey and I just love love video I love marketing in general
1: so I'm I'm going to ask you probably some pretty basic questions just to kind of set the table on this when we talk about video ads are we talking about Something on YouTube that we're inserting in, in between videos. There is it like a TikTok promoted video? Is it a Instagram boosted type? What what is a video ad like? What's the definition of that?
0: A video ad is really just anything that you're putting money behind. Okay, so if you are uh, advertising on whatever your favorite channel is, wherever you like to post things or wherever you like to hang out, and yeah, it's uh, putting those little the ads before you're about to watch a YouTube video if you're not paying to turn ads off then you're going to get hit with ads right on YouTube and so you see those ads and it gives you 5 seconds to skip my job is to get people to not skip the video and to keep watching it right and it's a very powerful uh platform YouTube specifically and in the, the other ones as well but you know it could be also boosting a post like you said if you have something that you posted on Instagram for example and it's a video and it seems to be getting a lot of likes and views you know it's not a bad idea to to boost that thing and try to get some more exposure And uh, you know, try to generate a bigger audience out of that.
1: Okay. Now, if you're, let's say, you're a business owner, you're doing, I don't know, one to ten million a year in revenue. So you've got some employees, you've got some things going on, and you wanted to start doing video ads. You mentioned YouTube is that the channel you would start with in terms of video ads, or where where was a good starting point?
0: It really depends on where your people are hanging out, and also what's the price point of your offer. So if you're doing a lower priced offer let's say you're selling a book or something or or something a little cheaper like maybe a monthly software where it's only like 30 bucks a month you might not want to start with YouTube because the ads the ad spends are going to be a little more expensive or the pricing so Facebook or Instagram would be a great place for that for the lower end offers or TikTok but yeah it's definitely something where it's just you have to test things and you have to be willing to spend a little bit of money before you Really start seeing results. You know, it's very rare that somebody who's fresh in that video advertising creates a video and sends it out, and the next thing you know, they're making millions of dollars. You know, you have to you have to try. It's like Agora is a great story I was like to tell. Agora Inc. or Agora Financial, they they will literally create thousands of different video ad variations for one of their campaigns before they find the winner. You know, and they have like a whole spreadsheet, and they they start seeing the winners popping up. And they'll turn off all the other video ads that aren't working and they'll start putting all their ad spend on the ones that are working and they scale those. So you really do have to, you know, at the very least, you know,
1: try five different variations if you can and see what's going to work for you. And then just because I'm sure there's people out there listening and they're like, wow, a thousand, I, getting one is hard. So when we talk about five variations, are we just talking like little changes between each one, like maybe the thumbnail color to start out? Like how, how big of difference? does testing these different variations need to be in your mind
0: it doesn't have to be very big in our ads agency what we do is we'll create one core video ad right and then we'll take that ad and then we'll change out the first like 3 seconds of the uh, the beginning of the video got it and it has what's called a hook in the beginning so we just change out the hook a hook is basically like a, a headline that you see on an article you know somebody sends you an article and you read the first, you know, sentence and it's like, oh, you either want to read it or you don't. So did it hook you in? Did it knock you in? So anyways, you do that with the video. So you might create four different variations of the video ad with different hooks in the beginning. So now you have four versions. And then let's say you want to maybe you want to try different lengths cuz maybe your ad is 2 minutes long. So you say, "Alright, let's try some 60s, some 30s, some, you know, some 15, some 10." So now you have different lengths of the ad that you can try as well cuz sometimes You know, people see a two-minute ad and they're like, ah, this is too long. I don't want to watch it. But if they see a 15, they might be that type of person that's going to push them over the edge and they're just going to click because they heard enough. And, uh, you know,
1: that's all they needed. So, right, right. I know this is going to be hard to answer. So maybe if you could just throw out an estimate. Is there any type of ROI, if it's a well-run campaign, what type of ROI in terms of spend versus return, maybe in multiples someone could expect to see? I realize some campaigns probably don't work out at all, but are there any type that you see generally? You mean a return on- like- Yeah, so like if you spend a dollar 5X return, or you know, are there any typical data around that if, if it's a well-run campaign?
0: I would say in our experience, if you're getting at least a 2X on your return, that's fantastic. So imagine you put a dollar into a slot machine and every time you get a $2 back, that's not bad. I've seen plenty of successful campaigns where it's a 1.5, right? And so a lot of the offers that we do run, I will say, though, that it's not always the front end offer that's what's generating most of their revenue. So a lot of the clients we work with, like they're selling a book, but they're not profitable really on the book. It's really all about getting people into that coaching program on the back end or getting them to be a software subscriber for five years or whatever. So it's obviously, you know, it's, it's more than just that first offer in, in the front
1: end. Now using that type of sales methodology so you go in to buy the book is the upsell happening the selling the more expensive item is it happening at that point or is the selling let's say I'm just using this example $27 book or information product someone buys it do you immediately offer them the the higher thing or is it more of like let them Consume or have time with your $27 product warm up to you in terms of purchasing and then work, nurture them into a higher sale. How does that look usually?
0: It depends on how much time you have. Honestly, it's <laughs> like, you know, if you really want to do it right and we use the book as an example yeah. and you want to have a profitable funnel or website, whatever you're familiar with, the ideal thing is to, yeah, to sell them that book and then upsell them inside of that funnel you know, a bunch of different, maybe it's some courses, maybe it's a one-on-one consult with you. Maybe it's access to your software for 12 months or whatever it is that way. Yeah. That funnel is profitable. So that way you're not breaking even on ads or losing money because yeah, if you do it, the other, the other side where you're just, you're just selling the book, they check out and then that's it. And then it's up to you to follow up with them. So you have to have a pretty intense email sequence, or maybe you have follow-up phone calls and you're just trying to get that person, you know, to stay in your world, get back into your world, and buy more stuff from you. It can be more difficult with that approach. And so, yeah, I would recommend definitely try to make as much money as you can with the person on that first point of contact because they have their card out, they're in spending mode. I mean, there's there's uh, studies done on that when people are in that mode of buying things and shiny objects, if their credit card is declined, and maybe you try to re- reach out to them an hour later. Like they're not in that mode anymore; they just don't want to spend money, and they won't. They won't come
1: back. Right. So, so in terms of we're using like books and software and stuff, does is this pretty much? Can this apply to any type of business? So, or is it just limited to, uh, you know, books and software type things? What What would you say? Like if someone approached you, obviously, coaching, any type of service, tax. Accountants, would you say anywhere really anybody has an opportunity to use this type of video ad system?
0: Yeah, I mean, it really does. It works for any business. If you are just trying to get people through the door and you know, you're the way that you want to get in touch with them, it varies depending on your business. You know, if you are a coach or consultant, obviously you want to get people to book a call with you so you can actually discuss their business with them and understand and you know, drive them to the sale. Yeah, it depends on on your business and what you're doing. Some people will get people in by doing like a free, you know, chiropractors, right? It's like they're offering a free appointment. Uh, come in and, you know, get your adjustment, your first adjustment for free. I mean, the idea is obviously to get them to come into the office. They can meet you, see how awesome you are, and then you can sell them more stuff on top of that. But yeah, I mean, video ads really are powerful. A lot of times people just want to see you as the business owner passionately speaking about what it is that you do and what you offer. And uh, as opposed to just seeing some like, you know, cartoony graphic or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's, it depends on, I can't say that it's not like a a blanket approach for every industry. It just depends on what you do, but ads. I mean, yeah, I I can't think of an industry where ads don't work unless you're not allowed to advertise (laughs) or whatever industry you might, maybe you're a, a lawyer or something. I don't know, but yeah, it works for most industries.
1: Well, on that note, like cannabis, for example, I don't think in a lot of channels allow cannabis, for example, to be... Right. Yeah, so that yep. would be a good, good example.
0: That one's a little more tricky. You might have to start with
1: CBD or move your way over. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So you know, one of the things that come up a lot are expensive equipment. Like, hey, I don't really have all this video equipment and stuff. What's the comment to someone saying, hey, do you need a bunch of expensive equipment to do this?
0: So I can give you some examples on that. We have a client where they've tried all the fancy videos. They've hired all the video production companies and done these big studio shoots with $100,000, this and that. And what they discovered was the videos that do the best for them are when they sit in their car or somewhere else like (laughs) in their pool and they will pull out their smartphone and they'll record an ad and there's literally no editing, and they'll just throw it up on YouTube. And those videos generate them millions of dollars. The craziest thing, because we live in a world now where people's BS meter is a a lot higher than it was 10, 20 years ago, right? Like we know when we're being sold to when we see an ad online. Sometimes people are okay with it depends on the product. It's like, oh, I know this is an ad. But that's it's such a good ad. Like I love what that company had to offer. Like I'm going to click on this and learn more. But sometimes when it's like, you know, I'll give you an example like make money offers they were teaching people how to make money they their bs meter is so high they don't want to see some overproduced ad that looks like a super bowl commercial they just want to see a real human being and uh just being authentic and so some of those videos where it's it's somebody with their smartphone they're walking around their house the video shaky they're talking about what they do and they're being honest and true and authentic those ads can do really well so that's a kind of a roundabout way to answer your question. You don't have to have all the amazing equipment to get results. Or maybe you don't want to be on camera and you're terrified of that. Which I've that's fine. I've met plenty of people like that. Go on Fiverr or Upwork.com or Billow. It's B-I-L-O-O dot app and hire a spokesperson. There's tons of actors like on those services waiting for your messages to hire them. You send them your script. They will send you back a professionally read, you know, video, and then you run that as an ad. And I mean, you can—I did that recently for a campaign where we hired five different actors from all walks of life. We gave them the script. They sent us back a video. We ran those as ads. So just because it's your brand, we have found out, it doesn't mean that you always have to be the one representing it. You can hire someone else to speak
1: on your behalf, and it can work just as well. Do you think there's a little bit in, in terms of doing that? A little bit. It might take away from the authenticity a little bit, even though it's successful. What's your thoughts on that?
0: You know, it's going to, it's going to depend on what it is. Obviously, if it's something where maybe you're the author or you are the coach yeah. or you are the person that they're going to be working with, it might seem a little less authentic to hire that makes sense. a spokesperson. Like if you're a chiropractor, right? I don't know why I keep using that example, but if you are and you're <laughs> using, and you're hiring some, you know, attractive female to speak about that, I mean, you could still do it. You just have to be careful in the scripting. You don't want to say, act like she's working there. Like she can't say like, yeah, right. come on over and I'll help you do your adjustment or whatever. It's like, be careful with the language, obviously, because she's not going to be there to to greet the person. But yeah, there's... I see what you're saying though there's there's some yeah. ways that you have to be a little bit careful about that but
1: but it's a good point i mean to your point like if it's a personal service sure that you know that probably wouldn't be the best avenue but if it's a consumer product i mean i don't think really anybody's getting too hung up on if it's the owner the one showing the personal product or it's other real people showing how they interact with it that probably has more social proof even
0: right if you're talking about physical products i mean you really can. I've seen people make ads that absolutely got such great results. It's just smartphone in one hand, product in the other hand, and you're just showing what the product does. You don't have to show your face. You don't have to get all dolled up, you know, just show what it does or even sh- set up your smartphone on a tripod and you'd shoot yourself from neck down and you're like showing what it does. Like people just want to know what it looks like and how big it is in relation to a human body. Like how big is it? What? Is, how does it work? And, um, that stuff can work extremely well. So just demonstrating the product is huge. That's physical products, but...
1: Yeah, I'm fascinated on TikTok in particular. I don't know how long it's been now, but people have realized consumer products sell really well on there. So you get a lot of these really creative ads in terms of how they have some type of consumer product or it could even be clothing. And the things they say and do... I know for a while, it was Valentine's Day, I think they were like saying something along the lines of, oh, she you know, she would be so happy. I was so excited when I got this product. And it emotionally kind of tugged you to think, oh, well, if I buy that for my wife, for my girlfriend, she'll feel that way. And it's just... And you can see the views. like It shows you the views. It's got some like, crazy amount of views. So it is interesting how you do the ad can have a big impact, obviously, on the results. And so along those lines, what I want to ask you, is there a secret sauce to doing an effective video Ad or is there some tips that you can give us around things that we should look for an effective video ad?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll I'll just like I'm just gonna backpedal a little bit on what you just said about TikTok because for you people listening, just so you know, there is a way where you can hire creators. They are on TikTok under the Creative Marketplace, and you can hire creators who will actually they'll make your ad for you, and you can hire them to do it. So you can see how many followers they have. And then, you know, you can hire them. And some of them are anywhere between like 300 to a couple thousand dollars. Well, where you will ship them your products and they've, they have experience with it. You can ask to see some of their samples and, um, they will actually create the ad for you and then they will promote it to their audience. So obviously you want to have somebody who's got millions of followers, right? But that's a really quick way to get some traction with your video or with your products by hiring another creator who has tons of experience doing that. So just so you guys know.
1: Hey, this is Tyler. Oftentimes business owners and entrepreneurs hire me because they are stuck. Their business is stuck. They've hit a wall and can't take their business to the next level. And they're frustrated. When I grew my second business, it took me a while to get the pieces to fit, but once they did, the business scaled fast. In fact, It grew to 25 million in annual revenue and ultimately sold for eight figures. So I decided to put together a roadmap for scaling a business. I want to help stuck business owners that want to scale, but are having challenges. It's called the Scale in Five Roadmap, and you can get a copy by doing the following. Text the number 55444 and type the word scale and hit send. A copy of the roadmap will be sent to your inbox.
0: You can hire them and some of them are any, anywhere between like 300 to a couple thousand dollars Well, where you will ship them your products and they've, they have experience with it. You can ask to see some of their samples and um, they will actually create the ad for you and then they will promote it to their audience. So obviously you want to have somebody who's got millions of followers, right? But that's a really quick way to get some traction with your video or with your products by hiring another creator who
1: has tons of experience doing that. So just so you guys know. So, do I understand this correctly? It's, I didn't know this. So, TikTok is actually like connecting influencers Uh with people that want to obviously promote their product. And absolutely. Do you pay TikTok whatever their fee is, or do you engage them, the influencer directly?
0: I would imagine that it's kind of like hiring someone on Fiverr or Upwork. Okay. Wow. TikTok takes a percentage or whatever, but you can, yeah, you can go on there as long as you set up an account on TikTok, you go on there and uh, you can see how many followers they have how much they charge to make an ad. It'll say like, you know, 30, 60 second ad. And you could scroll through profiles. You can go and, and um, sort by niches. So if you're like, oh, I'm in the coaching space or I'm in the whatever it is, lawyer, attorney, whatever, they'll have experience in that particular niche. And a lot of it is physical products, of course, but you can hire someone in just about any niche and wow. um, ask to see their examples. But yeah, they're listed on there for that purpose. They want to be hired by you. So very
1: cool. I'll check that out. I didn't even know that existed. What a cool idea, though, to bring them together through their home platform and then take a piece of the action.
0: Right. Yeah, it's super smart. But I can answer your other question you were talking about. What are some ingredients to an effective video ad? And I would say there's like 10 of them that I'm always talking about all the time. And uh, I'll just share with you guys a couple of them. And I have a a whole course on this. But one of the most important ones that I always use is the pattern interrupt. And it's basically a way that you stop somebody from scrolling and watching your ad or your video. And a lot of people overlook this. They don't do it and they just create a video ad and they just, you know, they start talking and they, you know, go into their pitch or whatever it is. Right. But like the pattern interrupt is designed in such a way that it breaks up somebody's patterns when they're scrolling through hundreds of videos, if they're on their phone for a while. And, you know, maybe it's like they see somebody waving at the camera or, You know, I have this fire wallet thing that I literally light on fire. Sometimes I've done in my ads and it's just (laughs) like this, whoa, this guy's ad is on fire, right? And then they stop and watch it. It's just enough to get somebody to stop and watch your video. And there's tons of different, I mean, you can even Google it. You can find examples of that. You know, People do that with um, like static image ads that you might see online. Sometimes it'll have like a really weird neon color with other just different gradients or things like that. And it like a yellow color will get people to stop scrolling for some reason. Like that is a pattern interrupt,
1: right? Mm. So sorry to interrupt you Is a pattern interrupt. Is that a visual interruption that we're talking about?
0: It's a visual interruption. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cause a lot of times people don't have their phone on their, their, sorry, their sound on. Sure. And so it's a good way to get them to click on and watch the sound and see what else you have to say. And so, you know, the pattern interrupt is one, and also identifying people is huge because you know you could start out an ad, and maybe you're trying to market to stay-at-home moms, but if you don't say that in the beginning of the ad, you're not screening people in or screening people out. So that's a really important ingredient to consider, you know, or you're like, you know, hey, if you're uh, if you're a real estate investor. Like you're gonna to want to watch the rest of this ad. that's gonna blow you away, right? And so you're now you're speaking to a specific person. Like, sometimes even if your targeting is set up on your ads and you think you're targeting a specific type of person, sometimes that ad's gonna slip through the cracks and it's gonna be shown to other people that it doesn't really you know, matter to. And so identifying people is huge. And then also, you know, I'm sure you've a lot of you have heard this before. Online, it's talking about pain points, right? Like, what are people's pain points? What's their desires that they have? Uh, speaking to that inside of your ad is important because it also lets that person know that you are speaking directly to them. It's like, are you a stay-at-home mom and you're just having a hard time keeping your house clean or you know whatever it is that the pain points that they have that applies to the product that you're trying to sell, make sure that you address a few of those. I mean, you don't have to blast them with 10 pain points, just you know, throw out a couple in the ad making sure that they apply. I mean, that can make a huge difference cuz yeah, I'll see a lot of people will go through a whole pitch in an ad and they never even talk about pain points at all. So immediately the people are like, "Well, this doesn't apply to me." This has like, "Why should I want to watch the rest of this?" and they'll just click away. And so, another one, I'll share one more ingredient that I like to throw in there and that's uh it's authority and that has to be has to do with like, you know, if you're selling a physical product, it's like, you know, how many people have you sold this thing to? Right. Or maybe you have like a couple thousand reviews on Amazon. You know, maybe you're a coach or a consultant. You know, I've, I've, uh, helped people, you know, 10X their businesses or, you know, I've worked with this company and this company and this company. Like I do that with my, my own authority, even though I try to be careful with it. Cause I sound like I'm being you know, too like braggadocious, but I'm like, Hey, I've worked with this guy and this guy and this guy. And so, you know, it does help me give me authority. So it lets people know like, yeah, I kind of do know what I'm talking about. I've been making videos for, you know, 18 years and I've worked with these guys. So authority is really important when it comes to selling your product or service. And that's something that people overlook a lot because they'll watch an ad and be like, why, why should I keep listening to this, this person? Like, do they even know what they're talking about? Are they qualified? What's their experience? So
1: yeah, those are good ones. Those are great. I do want to shift gears. I want to talk a little bit about what you do. And on that note of authority, you've worked with a lot of cool people. You mentioned Frank Kern, a couple other names that are really major names in the space. What's it like first? I'd just love to know what's it like working with, you know, th- these are people that have brought in multi-millions of dollars, if not, I, mean, I don't even know how big they are, but what's it like working with them? Is it, do you work directly with them or is it usually their staff?
0: In the beginning, I would work directly with them. And then as you sort of develop that relationship, you sort of get, you know, you're sort of just in the mix with everyone else, which is fine. I mean, I don't message Russell Brunson directly anymore. I mean, you can look him up on Google. I don't. Huge. We used to in the beginning for like a good two years. I mean, we would send each other messages and chat or I would fly out there a lot, but then it sort of kind of whittles off. And, you know, now we're doing tons of ads for their company but we're not working directly with him. It doesn't make sense for us to work with him. Like why would we, he doesn't have time to be constantly managing our projects and things like that. So we're working with his team, but I mean, working with them, like my first taste of like, I guess, working with sort of a celebrity type person was, I was definitely super shocked and like had this, you know, I just got slapped by that like celebrity sort of feeling. And I'm like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever. Like They're gonna make me rich just because I know them. It's gonna be amazing, and and then like eventually that feeling just kind of like I don't know it it dies off, and you just like you're like they're just another person on the planet, just like the rest of us. They just have more success, and they're making a lot more money, but they still like to be treated like normal humans. Like they don't like to be you know kind of like gawked over like oh my gosh you're amazing, and so yeah I mean I would go to these events and I'd be backstage with with these guys like you know Grant Cardone or. Brandon Burchard, hanging out with him. Like I drove him around in my car because I took <laughs> him from one plate from his hotel to the event and I was just shooting video of him. And like, I mean, it's just, yeah, you just kind of just accept it. It's like, they are regular people. They do sit around and, and moan a little bit about certain things that are going sure. on or like things go wrong in their life. And, you know, it's, they're just really good at, you know, speaking to the public and like putting on this sort of like, you know, they turn, it's almost like they turn this switch on When they're on stage, and I don't want to say they're like a different person in like a bad way, but they are like they're they're a performer, you know, and they're they're really good at what they do. But backstage, they're like a little more chill, like they say they cuss and they say, hey, dude, and this type of a thing. So, yeah, it's been, it was really, it's been really cool to get to know these people over the years. And uh, yeah. I've been super blessed, yeah.
1: I mean, it's an awesome testament to your work. So who, if people want to work with you, you've got, I guess, is it two channels? One is through your agency and one is through uh, your courses. So how does that look? like? Is, is your agency for certain size companies and individuals? Or if someone would work with you, what would be the, the path they'd go?
0: Yeah, so we have the the agency, which is adsofire.com. It's kind of like um, Chariots of Fire was what was our thought on that. So <laughs> adsoffire.com. And that's where you can uh, get some information about us. We have tons of video ad samples on there. There's even pricing on there, which I do like to have on there because it's sort of, it, it does. It screens people in, it screens people out. So they know what they're getting into before they you know want to get on a call with us. And then also um, I have courses that I've, taught over the last uh, couple of years that's at kevinanson.com. and um, you know I have a broadcast channel that I recently came out with which I'm really excited about where I'm sharing actual ads how we do things I'm sharing it you know almost on a daily basis and that's a uh, broadcast.kevinanson.com. and uh it's been it's been really cool to have people in there and they love seeing the different ads that we're creating but yeah I mean there's more than one way to work with me if you if you guys are interested, but I'd love to start that conversation. I'm, I'm I'm a real guy too. You know, I have four kids and a family and, uh, and every time I get a support email or a message from people, I'm I'm excited to answer. So go to KevinAnson.com, email me Kevin at KevinAnson.com. I'd love to chat with you. Well,
1: cool, man, and I'll put these all in the, the show notes too. I kind of did this out of order. I always love to ask one question uh, from you if, if you're game for it. I always like to know if you have like a life or a business tip something that you've learned along your journey that maybe you could share with us and we could take away and apply to your, our life or business. Anything stand out for you?
0: I think that, you know, personal development is probably one of the most important things as a business owner to make sure that you keep your just keeping your head on straight. There's just times where we all like have those freak out moments where our account bank account doesn't look the way we hoped <laughs> it would or like things go wrong in life or, you know, that type of thing. It's just how you, how you handle it, how you deal with it. And just like mindset, I think, I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm like, have moments where I'm just like, feel like everything's coming, crashing down on me, but it's like that reminding yourself and just kind of keeping those positive thoughts going in your mind. There's tons of books on that subject about just like telling yourself like, you know, almost like I am a millionaire. You could just keep telling yourself that or I, I'm going to be a millionaire. Or I have lots of money. I have lots of success. I have everything you know, going great for me. And just as opposed to just being like, oh, my life sucks or I'm an idiot. You know, never tell yourself that. I do a lot of that, that reading when I'm driving, when we're going on trips, on vacations with my kids. I love putting in an audio book and just like working on my mindset. I think that's one of the most important things that I've ever done because otherwise I probably would just, you know crawl myself into a hole and cry myself to sleep you know it's seriously like that stuff has kept me kept me sharp and just kept me going so just yeah just don't give up just keep working on yourself and uh, that just makes you a better entrepreneur
1: as a result and uh, just gives you that balance yeah that's huge i mean the professional development like you said huge the positive, the affirmations, and just keeping a positive mindset. Because as business owners and really as individuals, if things are always going to go wrong. But if we give way more weight to those things going wrong than the things that are actually going well, then you're just kind of setting yourself up for uh, just kind of being a depressed individual as opposed to patting yourself on the back for the things that are going right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's a good one. That's also great. Yeah so yeah. hey man it was awesome talking with you you are the video guru you see you're I'm a guy you don't even know but I've followed you for years I've known of you for years I've always really respected your work thank you yeah so I'm excited when I found out you take the time to come on here so thanks so much I'll, uh, this, will, this will publish in the near future I'm really excited to share it with the audience and hopefully if something else happens in your career you'll come back and share it with us and be on here again
0: absolutely well thank you so much for having me it was it's been a lot of
1: fun thanks man